Hello, <laughs> Morning America. <laughs> it's your host, Bridget. And Caitlin. You can tell we haven't done this in a while. Um, we got a little too overzealous on that intro there. <laughs> but, you know, it's been exactly two years. Almost, almost two almost years, I think. Almost two years. Yeah. Um, since our last podcast. And, yeah, randomly we were like, let's do it again. So here we are. And today, we're going to talk about Lemonade Mouth. Quick disclaimer, Rachel Spivey, if you are listening to this, we are so sorry. We know you were supposed to feature on this episode, and we apologize that you're not on it, but we hope you enjoy it. I'm sorry, Rachel. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, Let's get going. So yeah. Lemonade Mouth, iconic film from 2011. Yeah. Uh, definitely up there for me. Like, always has been up there for me, I would say, in terms of my favorite decoms. Yep. Me too. And I think... I mean, I don't know if you want to share, like, overall takeaways at the end sure. from watching this. Yeah. Okay. I definitely feel like I had a different experience watching it now than I did, like, when I it don't came know. Out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, me too. Um, yeah. And this was one of the only albums that I had downloaded on my uh, iPod Touch oh. back in the day. And so I... It, it holds a special place in my heart, I'll say that. I don't think I ever owned this one. We owned, like, as a family. Yeah. First High School Musical, third High School Musical. And Christian had the entire high... Sorry, Christian. Christian <laughs> had the entire High School Musical 3 soundtrack on his iPod. What was the little iPod? The Nano. Shuffle? No, the oh, Shuffle. The, shuffle yeah. the teeny one without the screen. Yeah. And I think he only had it on there because he liked, um... What's the... Boys Are Back. Like, he loved oh, that song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he yeah. had the entire album on there. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> okay, without further ado, let's talk about this movie, because I think we have a lot to say about it. Yeah. Um, the beginning of this movie, we open on Lemonade Mouth getting ready for a concert with Olivia's narration. Mm-hmm. Love this. Mm-hmm. I don't usually love this whole, like, let's show something in the way future and then flashback thing in a movie. I, I was feel thinking like about that. I have talked about this before. I don't know if you've talked about it on here, but I know that about you and I was thinking about it as we were watching it. I don't know that I mind it so much with this one, but I think I noticed it this, this time because it happens twice, not just once. Um, so the beginning and then what's the other time? Are you going to talk about it later? I can't remember. It's right that. after. They show them at, getting ready for the concert, then we see them in detention, and then she's like, let oh, me rewind right, and tell right, you how right, we got right, into detention. right. right. Like, objectively, that's a kind of a weird thing to do, yes. but honestly, I didn't even think about the concert versus detention versus the actual beginning, so. However, based on the way that the narration ties in at the end of the movie, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I do. I do. Um, the first thing that I noticed about the movie is that the clapping and stomping was, like, some of it wasn't matching up with the- Oh. With the actual song. But, you know, like, like most of them were, it would just be, like, one person who was off, which honestly, like, as I'm thinking about it, is kind of accurate to how those types of concerts go, so I can't be too mad. The thing that I noticed about it was the narration. Olivia's like, and no, like, I don't know what she says, but she says, like, you know, and no one ever knows, like, how we met. And I'm like, come on, that's not a fun anecdote to share in an interview. I just think that's a kind of a weird detail to bring up, like, far in the future. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe... Not yeah, that, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like detention, meeting in detention is kind of like... Iconic. Yeah. yeah. It's like Breakfast Club. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So I was like, I don't know why they haven't brought that up. Um, I also just want to say about this, and I thought, I wrote down, I wrote this down for the beginning of the movie, but honestly it took place the whole time. I just had this crazy adrenaline rush for like the whole movie. I was, if you, <laughs> have you ever like seen 
professional. It's it's it, it can happen for a concert or like a professional music show or or play or like whatever. Yes. Um, where you just like get this rush of adrenaline, where because it's live and you're experiencing it. Yes. And I experienced some of this watching this movie, which is interesting. That is interesting. But I just wanted to share that because I was yeah, I, it was a great feeling. I enjoyed it. So. Okay. My next note that's not about the intro. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're not. Are you on TikTok right now? No. Did you know that Adam Hicks just got out of jail? No. He did. Okay. And he's on TikTok, and you should go look at his TikTok because it's really interesting. But that brings me to this tangent: is that I just think that the place that all five of the main characters are in now, currently, is so interesting. Like and the they're actors. all so different. Yeah. 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 So I just looked up, Blake Michael was the one I didn't really know. I mean, mm-hmm. Naomi Scott, like, I just saw, she was in that Aladdin, Aladdin yeah. remake, but I didn't really know what she was doing before that. Mm-hmm. But apparently Blake Michael writes for Forbes. Yeah. Which is something I did not know. I, I think I've seen him a couple times on TikTok. Didn't know that I've he had taken a direction too. so different. Yeah. But Bridget Mendler, too. Like, didn't she go to school? Yeah, and then she, she got went married. To, she, uh, she went to, she's, I think she might still be going to MIT. Yeah. Um, but she still did some acting. She was in a Netflix show maybe two years ago like during covid it came out um but that's the only and and she does a lot of like political campaigning and stuff that's all i know oh maybe i did know about that yeah because because she so she's we're from massachusetts i think most of our listeners are from (laughs) massachusetts but we'll share that anyway and um she is going to school in mass so we know about some of the political campaigning that she's been doing because we're also in mass so and then Haley Kiyoko has just had her own solo career that's just been wildly successful. Yeah, I actually, I saw Taylor Swift in concert, and you know how she, like, invites guests? Yes. And Haley Kiyoko was a guest the night that I went. I have also seen her uh, open for Panic! at the Disco. Oh, She was cool. so good live. I don't know, yeah. personally, know any of her music. I think yeah, she's same. really, she's really talented. Yeah. She was really good live, though. But yeah. it was kind of cool, because I'm like, oh my god, I kind of forgot about her, and then I saw her, and mm-hmm. she's just, like, this big lesbian icon now. Mm-hmm. And I love that for her. Mm-hmm. I think she's really cool. Also, have seen her on TikTok a lot. <laughs> I see. I'm not on TikTok, so I don't. Know I don't it. know what it is recently. Like it's her and Adam Hicks fresh out of jail. Yeah. Well, <laughs> really loving it for him. I feel like he's really coming into his own. Good on TikTok. That's good. All right. Next, the big theme of the movie: arts versus sports? Question mark. We've never had this before. <laughs> it's not like this is real life. No. No, not at all. Um, I feel like they really bring that up very early on, and then it just threads through the rest of the movie, which is kind of cool. Yeah. It yeah. does change, which I like. Mm-hmm. My, so I have a bit of a more specific note. Um, just, do they use every, all the same clocks for every Disney movie? Because oh my the God. clocks are moving backwards, and I'm like, I swear those are the same clocks in high school. It's definitely too. B-roll that they like, just use over and over again. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I have, a, I have a gut feeling that that is the case, because it just, I don't know, like, some of the what sets... What time is it? Yeah, <laughs> no, summertime. some of the sets, all like, okay, obviously the high school itself is, like, super different in its own set from, like, yes. a lot of the, at no, least the high school musicals. I wonder where they filmed this. I don't know, but I was kind of wondering, it looked, I don't know, but... Um, I do, like, I think some of the houses kind of look similar. They're not the same. Maybe. But I don't know. I just have a, I don't know. Maybe they're filming on the same sets or something. I made this note later on. I'm going to bring it up now because you brought up the houses. But, like, I think it's Wen, Stella, and Charlie. Their families are all, like, super rich. Yeah. Like, when they show their homes, I was like, oh, my goodness. 
Yeah. And Wen has his own horse. Not that that correlates to wealth or anything, but I just thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just brought that up. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I feel like especially Charlie. I don't know. I get that feeling. The house, his house was very modern. Like they yeah. show from the outside and it's full of windows. Yeah. And then when they talk about Stella's parents, they're like. They're geniuses. So. Basically. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know what I wear is going with that. That's just. Yeah. Something that I put down. Sure. Um, also, who plays guitar before they go to school at 7 a.m.? Why is she play? why is Stella playing guitar, like, before she goes to her first day at her new school? <laughs> I can barely peel myself out of my bed to go to high, like, to go to high school. How is she that energetic in the morning? Is it because she's nervous? I don't think <laughs> that's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, it's hard. I don't play an instrument as intensely as some of the characters in this. True. I don't know. Well, then again, Charlie is drumming his drumsticks on the back of the seats in the car. Okay. So. I, uh, no, no, no. Now we have to talk about this. I have a note somewhere that says something like, oh, here we go. I would think, I would also think Charlie was annoying for drumming in the car. Because this, it's like, they, they have the parents turn around and be like, Charlie, and it's supposed to be like, uh, mean parents don't support his drumming career. But like, as a mom... If I was in the car and my, like, 15-year-old son was drumming as hard as he could, like, right near them. Right it's near not like ears. he's drumming on, like, the, the, below the window. Right. In the back seat. He's drumming, like, right on the, or, like, um, on his lap. center console. Oh, yeah. It, I was like, oh, my gosh. I, and it's, like, like you said, 7 a.m. So, <laughs> just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> they do have to thread in all of those musical elements really early, too. And, of course, Wen's dad is like, I'm sorry I didn't pick you up for piano practice that one time yeah. in the car. And then also just this instant, like, Chris Brochu was the bad guy in this movie. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. Check out the new girl. Like, who says that in real life? Yeah. But he's so funny. Yeah. I love him in this movie. Yeah. Also took me so long to figure out that he and... Adam Brochu were brothers. I don't know why I didn't make that connection. Wait, what? The guy from Sunny with a Chance. Is that his name? Am I getting that wrong? Who are you talking about? He plays, um... Grady? Yeah. Oh! Is no, that I his name? I, uh, they I are brothers. They are I don't brothers, know the though. To that. Oh, that's interesting. I yeah. didn't know that. They don't look... Like, I feel like they're they're both blonde. They have kind of a similar face. I would have to see a picture. I don't know. But I never saw them together. Like, they were both on Disney Channel at the same time. I feel like I never saw anything of them together. But they are brothers. Hmm. No, I don't know. That's that's interesting. He was... I thought he was pretty good in this movie, though. Uh, he played a good part for... <laughs> he does his best. <laughs> what? I don't know. It was just... I don't... It's not his fault that his it's lines were cheesy. It's yeah, the writing. It's not his fault. But I think the actors did the most with the writing yes. that they could, and it showed. That is true. Especially... Um, I know. <laughs> just because, I don't know, his little... He didn't have much to work with. Yeah. But when he did, he worked it. So we'll just say that. Um, don't know why I put this note. I wrote, when's dad's girlfriend, Sydney? I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> it is true. Her name is Sydney. I don't know go. where that was headed. Is it Cindy or Sydney? Sydney. Okay. Um, so I don't say that wrong. Also, each of them has their own struggle to work through throughout the movie that they present so early. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of nice. I mean... I don't, yeah, I guess. It, uh, They're not all fleshed out as well no, as they yeah. could be. No, yeah, yes, yes. Especially Moe's. See, okay, so I wanted to, 
Well, and Charlie. We, we don't can, even ever see can... him talk about his to his parents. Okay. I'm putting Should this we go back down. No, no, no. No, go no, back? no, 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 no. I want to talk about this now. Oh, you already brought it up. Okay, go. So I was thinking about this the whole movie. Like, I just have a note, like, who was Mo before she met Scott? That's his name, right? right the boyfriend. Right. So it's like, okay. So she grew up in this like household that's like, I don't know, uh, an immigrant household, it seems like Indian. where uh yeah, right. Indian household where like you know, she had a lot of pressure on school and stuff, and she played the violin and all this stuff, but, like, was, so how did, how did she end up with Scott? Was it that she was trying to be popular because she was mistreated yeah. before that? Yeah. Did she, was she, like, kind of nerdy, and then she, like, met him and wanted to impress him? Was she trying to impress him? Like, did she, like, meet him and then be like, oh, I should become popular so that I can be his girlfriend or date a guy like him? Or was it more like he, like, saw something in her and then, like, she felt like she had to change when they started dating? Like, I feel like you could make a whole movie just about that in itself. Like, there was definitely a lot of backstory there that we don't get. And the only instance we ever really see her pretending like she's trying to be popular is when she, like, waves to the other two girls. Yeah. Like, that's not enough. Yeah. I feel like they could have thrown in a couple lines or shown her eating with them and then, like being hesitant to go over to sit with the rest of the band or something yeah yeah that's true too do you this is based off a book i forgot that yeah so i I mean i've never read it no but i wonder what it's like if it starts at the same point if it follows the same storyline if there's any of that background because we also like we get the sense and i have this somewhere in my notes that aside from stella they all know each other like they've all gone to school with each other for years Mm mm-hmm so there's, like, that sense of they already kind of are familiar with each other, and I feel like that's part of the reason why they get along. I don't know. So they, well. like, it's a big school. Like, def- so definitely um, Olivia and Wen know each other. Like, right. at least, like, I think Olivia, I don't know if this is, like, said in the movie, but I think Olivia noticed Wen a long time ago, and that, like, she's had I a crush on him for a long time. I think it goes the same way the other way, too. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. Hmm. Interesting. No, I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm not saying that he never noticed her. He probably noticed her more than, like, other people. But, no, I think it was, like, when she started singing that he was like, huh. He definitely had a thing for her, though. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. I'm sorry, of who, course. Y- no one yeah. else would come right up behind you. Yeah. And lean over with your phone <laughs> and be like, did you get that text? No, <laughs> no, no, that was totally just one being one. Um, You're such a weirdo. Okay, no, can we talk about that now? Because I know that, like, several times during this... I want you to get all your, like, when is such a weirdo comments out I now. Like, love, give me all of the I content. I love them. You... Okay, I good. I love okay. them. Because I, I was, like, sitting there and I'm like, I know that, like, a lot of the lines that he's saying are weird. And I some like of them even, smile. like, smile. <laughs> like that. But at the same time, I'm like, I find him really attractive. <laughs> He's so, no, he's so endearing in this movie. So I was trying to think about it, and I'm like, what is it? What is it? Is it the actors? Like, um, just, just the way that he's portraying this character? Is it the lines? And I realized it's the Dave Rogalski effect. (laughs) I was sitting there, and I was like, that's it. He does give Dave. Like, especially when they're in the guidance, when they're, uh, not guidance counselor, but they're in the front office, and Stella's talking, and then he's just like, he, cause, cause she's like making the lady at the, um, desk mad. Yes, And then he just like steps in, and he's like, could, you know, like, he like totally puts on his like, I'm a very sweet boy. Yes. Persona. Yes. And I'm, yeah, he just, total Dave Rogowski vibes. Like, I loved it. They robbed us of, Dave. 
My God. Yeah. That's unrelated. It's Gilmore Girls, just for context, because that doesn't relate to Lemonade Mouth, but it's just... It's important. Yeah. Because it's the fall. It's Gilmore Girls season. Yeah. 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 So we just have to talk about it at some point. And so if you've never seen Gilmore Girls, you can just go ahead and watch all the Dave Rogowski episodes <laughs> and then ignore all the rest of them. Yeah. Because Zach <laughs> is just not even Mm-mm. close to being up there. Anyways. All right. Um, Blake Michael was like, what did we say? 13 or 14? 13. Yeah. 13 years old when they filmed this movie. Yeah. He was so little. Yeah. He looks young, but, like, at the same time, he, like... I think it's the hair. Like, the long hair makes him look a bit older. Than yeah, him. no, for sure. For sure. But he is, like, you do... We talked about this a little bit during the movie, but we do get the vibe that he's younger than the rest of the band. Especially, like, the whole, like, oh, I have a big crush on Mo thing. Like, it, yeah. yeah like, he doesn't just... quite understand how to go about talking yeah. about that yet. yeah. It's sweet. Yeah. I think the rest of them are, like, juniors and seniors. So, um, yeah. He, he is super sweet. Especially the scene when, you know, uh, Scott basically blows her off and he just, like, sits. And it's just, like, going between, like, smiling <laughs> and just, like, staring at her and, and she's, smiling. And she's like, you're a boy, right? Yeah. And he's like, um, yes. <laughs> so sweet. a good sign. So sweet. Yeah. Oh, my God. Scott... The friggin' fedora in the first scene that he's in. <laughs> oh, why is he wearing we a talk- fedora? Okay, wait, wait. Can we go back and talk about this? So, <laughs> I, I was watching, and you know, Mo is so embarrassed to be wearing a blazer over her dress. That's really the only difference. She wiped off her lip gloss and she had a blazer on. She's like, "Please don't see me. Please don't see me." And she walks out of the bathroom and he's got a blazer on. It's like <laughs> that boy cannot break up with you for wearing a blazer. He's wearing one too, and yours was better. I don't even know if it's like that or if she's just trying to fit in with other girls. No, I th- she, I thought she was just talking about him. I don't know. Oh, uh, that's okay. I don't know. I would have to rewatch it now. I don't know. That's a good point, though. Um, but I just that just made me laugh. I'm like, okay, yeah. The, <laughs> there was a lo- heavy, heavy, heavy amount of uh, blazers and fedoras and dresses. Olivia and Mo wear a dress in like every scene. Did you notice that? Yeah. I don't think they wear pants in the entire movie. Olivia wears overalls at home. That's true. Um, oh, yeah, when they're dancing. Yeah. When the song plays on the radio. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, yeah, I did notice but that. But that's not pants. They're they're shorts, aren't they? Maybe, I don't know. I think they were. Maybe. Um, What's up with that? Where are the pants? Well, excuse me. I think Mo wears pants at the end of the movie, but I don't know. We were trying to figure out if they were, like, pants or, like, leggings. Oh, yeah. tan. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't it see It was, them. like, to go under... I don't know. Um... Next, uh, love Olivia talking to herself in the supply closet. Oh, yeah. There you go. Oh no, oh, no, no, no. I'm just talking about when she gets off her bike. Oh, that too. And she trips and she's like, <laughs> there you go, Olivia. <laughs> I'm nobody. Are you nobody too? <laughs> and then she like knocks like eight mops over. <laughs> he doesn't even ask for her name. He just opens the door and hands her a detention slip, which makes me think that it's not the first time that it's happened. Yeah. I also just love that he rides around on a Segway, like, around the whole school. Like, that's such a I'm a big man power move. And the physical comedy when Miss Jenny is, like, chasing after him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, like, skirts to a stop. And, oh, my God, it's so funny. Yeah, it is really funny. Like, their dynamic together was just hilarious. Yeah. I think it just makes it even more funny that he's so much taller on that thing, so he's towering over everyone and wearing a little helmet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so goofy. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. I also, I made this note early on. I was like, what are his motivations as a character, as a principal? What, what motivates him? Yeah. And I think I came to the conclusion that his motivation is to get money for the school. Yeah. 
regardless of how it happens. Because at first he's like, oh, you know, like, what's it, Turbo Blast? With yeah. their weird commercial. Oh, and that, 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 did you notice at the end of the commercial, there was a little, because we were watching it with closed captions on, and there was a little thing that just said, burbling. <laughs> like, but it was like the sound that they were making with the drink. Burbling. Burbling. <laughs> was disturbing. I did not notice that, and that's really funny. Yeah. But like... You know, he's all into the Turbo Blast thing, like, very proud of it. They just gave them money for the new gym. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the movie, it's like it doesn't take much for him to turn his tune and immediately be excited about this new I know. theater for them. It's like there was no character development for him. I noticed no. that, too, but... I think it's. I think it was nice to have him sort of be redeemed at the end. I guess. But is that even redeeming? Like, nothing changed in, for him. But in him. The other thing is, like, they mention at one point, I feel like, that they can only have funding from one company. Like, Turbo Blast won't fund them if they have another company funding the school. Yeah. So what happens then? Like, Mo, what is it? Mel? Mel funds this, you know, new, beautiful auditorium for them. But, like, then do they lose the funding for the gym and the sports? Mm-hmm. Because, like, I mean, the the message is that art and literally everything that is not sports mm-hmm. in this movie is important, too. But, like, mm-hmm. are we taking money away from that at the end? Or what's, yeah. what's the deal? The other thing that I noticed was, I, and I don't know, you actually dance, so I don't know your perspective on this, but I thought that was a sick ballet studio that they had in the basement. It was kind of cool. Like, it was, a stu- it was a studio. We're not talking about, like, a classroom that they were just using for dance. Yeah, was, and they were trying yeah. to say the dance was underfunded, and I'm like, yeah, it's in the basement, but like, and there were only two girls. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just I, yeah, I know. I thought that up. was kind of cool. Yeah, there were no ballet classes after school in my high school. Yeah, I don't know if that's a regular thing. Yeah, I kind of feel like they just stuck that in there. Maybe yeah, I don't know. Just show the arts are all together or whatever. Um, the feather earrings. They were everywhere, weren't they? And, they sure and in the were. hair, and in the hair. Yes. That was a big thing in the 2000s. The one, you know how Stella has her hair deeply parted on one side yeah. and she wears the earring? Yeah. Like one big one? Yeah. I did that. Really? There's photos, evidence of it somewhere, but I had these like woven earrings and I would wear one little like stud mm-hmm. and one of the dangly earrings. Oh boy, you were And cool, I would huh? put my hair in a side <laughs> ponytail. On which side? With the feather or without? Without. Oh, so you were so balancing it So it would cover, it, it would cover the one ear, and then the other one, it would be hanging. Like, Very dramatic. Right in your face. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just How do you feel about the, that decision now? No. It wasn't good. Oh. It's terrible. It looked awful. In your opinion. Oh, in everyone's opinion. <laughs> why would I do that? It was stupid. I'm totally into the mismatched earrings now, but, like, why are we going for the covering one up and then just, like, one on the other side? Mm-hmm. Why not go for both of them? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Yeah. Why would wrong. I do that? Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on Scott? I get him. Yeah. He's also just trying to fit in. I get that vibe. He is. And, like, yeah, I mean, obviously in the beginning he's being selfish and condescending and all kinds of stuff to Mo. Yes. But I I feel like there was enough there to make me convinced that he had actually changed he apologized to her twice at and the end of the movie, and I felt like the first time he was just doing it to, like, make amends, and the second time he really meant it. And the other thing is, what, what my favorite scene with him was just the Halloween bash, and... Yeah. Uh, what is his name? Ray? Ray, yeah. Ray was like, you know, they, oh, they have no chance or something, and or he, he was like, they're terrible, and Scott was like, they're not, they're not good, they're great, like... Or yeah, something. Yeah, where you have real competition. Yeah. 
or what the whatever the other thing is, Rising Star. Yeah, and that was that was just coming from a place of like appreciating good music yes. when he yes. sees it, and I liked that because then that fits in with the whole you know my music is really important to me. Yes, like to me that's like oh now I'm actually convinced that he cares about music because otherwise it would just be like oh here's this guy that plays soccer and he's in a band so like. <laughs> what do you mean you care about music? But that to me was like, oh, he actually appreciates good music. Yes. So I liked that. Um, yeah. Uh, back to Olivia in the closet. What did she actually do to deserve an, a detention? Skip class. Oh, she was skipping class. I yeah. thought it was during lunch. No, I don't think so. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes it much more clear for me. Yeah. Stella standing up. I have a nurse just in, a <laughs> in the middle of the assembly. Why would she do that? Well, so so here's my note says Stella standing up and no one is burying head in hands. Unrealistic. <laughs> I said she is ballsy. Yeah. Um. At a but also, that, why would you do that on your very first? Day? No. Yeah. Exactly. I was just about to say that. And like, okay, I want to elaborate on my burying head and hands thing. Like, when people are... So, so many people had to have been uncomfortable. But in that scene, people were either booing or clapping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's not accurate. Most people would either be having their head in their hands, because I've been in a situation where people were booing a speaker on stage, and it was... You were there, too, what? at our commencement speaker. Oh, you're right. And it was really uncomfortable. And I immediately, immediately, without even thinking about it, put my hands in my face. Oh, I was chuckling. And no, well, so that's the other reaction. The two reactions are burying your face or laughing, and no one was doing that, so I didn't think that was realistic. That bugged me. There were a lot of things in this movie that weren't realistic, but I can give it a pass. It's a Disney that, movie. That I don't give a pass, though. <laughs> there, right. are, there are other things. I'll totally You heard it here. This. No, no, no. <laughs> I know discomfort when I see it, and that wasn't it. Back to the basement. I wanted to hang out in that basement so bad. It looked so cool. I didn't think it looked cool. Oh, I did. I mean, it had a bunch of instruments. Not like just that room, though. Like the whole thing. Oh, yeah. No, like the whole thing. The yeah. AV yeah, guy, yeah. the unnamed yeah, sure. AV guy, yeah. gives Stella the little like walkthrough He's to He's a cool guy. I like what him. is his name? Yeah, what is know. his name? We couldn't figure it out. Yeah, I don't know. But I loved that. I thought it was so cool. No, it was really cool. And then like, then they grow to like love that they're in the basement we're subterranean and we're proud like yeah it's yeah. awesome the room was gross though it was weird also was it a drama room or a music room because there was a lot of prop and costume pieces in there or was it, it both i think it was a music room slash storage room okay yeah oh, that's what oh I took from okay me. okay that yeah yeah because i'm like trying to figure that out i'm like she's got a lot of stuff yeah a sarcophagus yeah why <laughs> Who knows? Um, I just, and then as far as, like, the scene in the basement, like, the first, we're literally 26 minutes in, and we're just starting (laughs) to talk about the scene in the basement, but. This is going to be a long episode if my phone doesn't stop recording. Yeah. So the scene in the basement where they're singing, uh, turn up the music, I just have Bridget Mendler as a star, and that's the only thing I have about that. She's so talented. I have that on the bottom of my page. Bridget Mendler's voice is really good. Yeah. And I felt like. I wish we got more music from her. Yeah. I liked some of the stuff on her solo album. Mm-hmm. I thought she was really talented. She's got a really unique and like clear voice. I feel like she could have gone really far with that, but she chose not to, and I respect her for that. Yeah. All the same. Mm-hmm. Like, good for her. Mm-hmm. Doing something different, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like our generation has seen Disney stars go in a lot of di- different directions once they leave. Mm-hmm. She's like Miranda Cosgrove. Miranda Cosgrove did the same thing. She went back to school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she didn't leave acting. Right. I respect both of them immensely for that. And I also respect people who decided they didn't want to do acting yep. at all. 
Yep. And that's okay. True. Um, All right. That completes my first page of notes. Aside from the fact that Mel's Lemonade, I wanted that so badly, and it was only a quarter. Yeah. That's true. I still want it. That's true. Um, So, and I'm not done with this page yet, so I'm going to say... Why is her grandmother surprised to see her when she comes home? Olivia! It's like, oh, sweetie! Like, she acted surprised. I'm like, you two live together. How many visitors do you get? Do you get random visitors that just walk into your house? No, because then later she's like, I don't... I get to meet many of Olivia's friends. No, I'm talking about the grandmother's visitors. Oh. Like, she's expecting other people over? Maybe. I mean, why would she... That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Who else walks in? I just think that was poorly written. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and then like, Frankly. and then the other plot point that I have was like, where did Stella get their numbers to text them and be like a fluke or f- destiny? And why are we zooming in on text messages on iPhone? Was it an iPhone? Oh, the first one, the first phone that they show, whoever's phone it is, zoom in on the text. Oh, you can't do that. <laughs> and yeah, then the rest of them say, have like flip know. phones and like the push-up phone because yeah, it's yeah. 2011. Yeah. Um. And then this is another random note that I wrote, but Olivia definitely LARPs with 20-something-year-olds, like, in her spare time. What? You know LARPing? Of course, because of that one episode of, um, what TV show? Is there a LARP episode? I'm only thinking of Degrassi, and I know that's not what you're thinking Oh my god, no, it's Good Luck Charlie. Oh, yeah. It's the guy from Geek Charming. Teddy, like, goes out on a date with him. Why do I remember this? I don't know. And she's, like, not expecting any, like, she doesn't know what to expect, and then it eventually, it's called LARP in the Park. We're gonna look it up after. Okay. Because I swear I'm not crazy. Okay. But that's the only thing I think of. So it's live action role play, right? Yeah. What do you, So, no, I just, Olivia, either, either before or after this show is happening, I just know that she, like, goes out and LARPs with, like, I think before, with, like, some 20-something-year-olds. Like, she, she just, like, that's her one socializing. I think she LARPs. <laughs> With people who aren't her age, is my point. Well, yeah. Speaking of that, I wrote a note. Who are these people friends with before they meet each other? No, that, so that's what I'm saying. Like, those are Olivia's only friends. I think Wen probably has some geek friends. I think Charlie has no friends. He's a freshman and, and new and shy. Stella. No. Given. Mo, uh, Mo, just her trying boyfriend. to figure it out. Yeah, her boyfriend and anyone in her AP classes that she can study with, and that's it. Like, I don't think she like hangs out with. Yeah, I, it seems like Mo doesn't have, especially with women, other like strong friendships. It seems like she's yes. never experienced a good female friendship. That's why I like that image at the end of the movie when yeah. they're on stage and the three of them are all in the front. Yeah, it's lovely. So that's another qualm that I have with the movie that like, um. Stella really didn't connect with the girls. No. I feel like they really sell her character short yeah, in this movie. Yeah, they do. It's sad. They try a little too hard to make her quirky. Yeah. And by the way, I don't know where I have this note, but I love and hate the scene of her at her dining room table with the family. I hate it because I despise the vegetarian shirt. <laughs> that is the worst costuming I've ever seen. It looks like a piece of plastic on a t-shirt. It's awful. Yeah. But... My favorite part of that is the very end of the scene where they zoom in on her face and she bites down on like a carrot or something and is like, 
I could start a revolution because it reminds me of Wizards of Waverly Place where Stevie starts a revolution, mm. a literal wizard revolution. Mm. I'm like, this is not an illusion, but it is because I'm noticing it. Yeah. And it's important. Yeah. But I also felt like, I don't know. I don't know what it is about Haley Kyoko, but they, Disney tried to make her so quirky and they didn't need to. No. I feel like she's strong. She's so strong in this movie. She's a really good. I think her acting was really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's and she can sing and she can play the guitar. I feel like they. I don't. She know. She didn't have any development. No, they didn't allow it. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. And like you were saying, like oh, I love her relationship with Wen. That I'm like, that's the only relationship she had. Yeah. Like you didn't see her hanging out. You saw her hanging out with Mo and Charlie once when they yeah. were like, I oh, assume yeah. rehearsing or working I don't on know. something. But yeah, I I just unless like the only other situation that I can see where that would happen is like. Charlie asked Mo to hang out and she invited Stella or something. <laughs> like, I feel like that would totally happen, but otherwise, yeah, I don't see that. Olivia's backstory is so sad. Yeah. It's so upsetting. Mm-hmm. It actually still surprises me now that they put that in. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I think that's something that makes the movie a little more serious, though. Yes. Like, I feel like. Compared to, as much as I love it, it's like some of the High School Musical movies, this can be taken with a little bit more, like, it just seems like, other than High School Musical 3, like, that this had a little bit of a bigger budget, it seems like it was a little bit more, um, I don't know, it's more of, like, a film, it's, yes. I, I don't know. It's got, like, a strong central theme, I think is what binds it together for me. It's like... Well, at least at the very end, after they're literally, like, in the holding cell, it's like, you know, friendship is important, family is important, and music is important Mm -hmm. to these people. Mm -hmm. And, like, the power of those things can bring everyone together. Hmm. Yeah. It's kind of sweet. Yeah, that's true. That's why I get chills when everyone sings along at the end. Yeah, I know, I know. (laughs) Me too. Me too. I love it. Totally. I wanted to cry. It was so good. But seriously, though, Olivia's backstory is so sad, but I really think that it was important Mm -hmm. to both the plot, but also, like, well, she develops as a character. Like, she decides eventually she's going to write to her dad. Yeah. Even just to start up that new relationship with him is really important for her, I think, because she, I feel like she's holding a lot of resent, like, for herself in a way, Mm -hmm. that she doesn't have either of her parents in her life anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, not for any fault of her own, but... Because I, I don't, I know why she yelled at when, but I also don't know if it's her place to determine how he feels no, about his family not, situation. Not. Yeah, that's not healthy. At first, I, the first time I saw the movie, I was like, oh, I agree with her. Like, I think it's really shitty of him to, sorry to swear, to, you know, not be grateful for his family. But I also know, like, his, they say his mom walked out on the family. Like, mm-hmm. that's a very heavy thing. Yeah. It's one thing, like, Olivia's mom died. His mom, like, chose to leave. And that yeah. is really difficult for yeah. him. And I don't know that she quite gets that no she's she getting there and i know that she does help him to see i don't like, know if she is getting there i, I don't, don't know, know if she ever got there he does though i mean he sh- that conversation gives him the push to start seeing that sydney has good intentions yeah but i don't yeah i don't know if it was coming from quite the right place no no it wasn't it wasn't for her no um but i think that that scene also pushes her to reach out to her dad that's interesting yeah maybe in a way. Um, yeah, I could see that. This is going way back, but I just wanted to oh, bring yeah. this up. So, the first, you know when they the first time they rehearse and it's like a yeah. complete mess? 
And I, at first, was like, wow, that's really interesting that Olivia is so upset. Um, Like, she's the one that's like, they're quitting before we even started. No, Stella says that. No, I'm pretty sure it's Olivia. No. Well, Olivia's... I don't think so. But she is upset. She's like, no, Mo, don't leave. Or something like that. I don't know. But what I was going to say is that I'm like... At first, you're like, okay, well, she's one of the ones that was, like, really not on board for doing this in the first place. But then, I'm like, she spent hours writing that song. Yeah. Yeah. And they were really just going to walk out. They hadn't even heard it yet. I have a note about this scene, too, that I forgot. What? I don't... I don't think Mo was wrong for walking out at all. In the first rehearsal? Yeah. They're like, oh, she's quitting before we even started. But, like, she said, like, if it doesn't work, I'm going to leave. But in her defense, the moment they started singing together, their first attention, it clicked like magic. So I feel like it's not far off for her to expect that to happen a second time. Yeah, I don't really have a strong opinion on that. I guess I don't so. Know. Yeah. Like, I do get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. I'm not saying, like, it's like, a, oh, you know, you should quit before you even try like that. But I do get why she would decide, like, this isn't going to be for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Fate. Real big theme in this movie. I feel like fate is a very big player. Yeah. Fate brings them together. Fate keeps everything going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Oh, um, I like that we get not a mean girl villain in this movie. There are a couple girls that are kind of in, like, the popular friend group that sure. kind of play them, but they're not the main villain. We don't even know their names. No. No, one of them is mentioned. Jules. Yes. But we don't, like, what, what does she really have to do with the plot? No. Not much. No. No. So I just like this whole, like, Ray thing. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of, my note after this is just Mudslide Crush. What a hilarious fan name. Yeah, I mean, is. not that Lemonade Mouth is, like, the best fan name either, but, like, Mudslide Crush. And the set they play, which, first of all, where are they? No, I don't know. They're in, like, an Some abandoned random parking place garage. full of, like, cars and trucks that they get out of to sing one song no, and then they leave? No, they get, they get in the car, they rev it up, and then they immediately get out and... A, the car is on for the rest of the song, <laughs> I think. I don't know. Did, did they get someone to shut it off after that? I don't think so. The song ends, Ray tosses the mic into the crowd, and the lights go out. Like, they played one song? What? Yeah, I don't know. So bizarre. It's kind of, it almost gives me like, hey, do you want to hear our band play in my garage? Except it's a parking <laughs> garage. <laughs> like yes, that. Yes. Maybe maybe his dad owns parking garages. I, I wouldn't think that would be too far off. Yeah, I wasn't sure what the setting was. It was cool looking, though. Yeah, you can only assume that he's rich and that Scott is rich. Yeah. Which, I'm wondering, so, where are they? They're in the Midwest. Yeah. But, like, where? Because the secretary has, like, almost like a, it's like a Wisconsin accent. Mm -hmm. She's also dressed like she's straight out of the 1980s. Minnesota. That's what it is. Yes, you're right. I get those mixed up. But then Stella also was like, you know, we moved our family halfway across the country. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. I don't know how you did things in Rhode Island. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the sass. Like, okay. Um, <laughs> it it makes it sound song. like she's from, like, this big city or something, but she's just from Rhode Island. The smallest state. Yep. Uh, next, they all stand up for Olivia in the cafeteria. Yep. It's so sweet. Even I mean, Wen doesn't really, like, he does step in. He doesn't get physical. No. No, but I think, is he the first one that comes over? 
Um, no, Mo is. Mo's the first one that comes over. I think so. I don't remember. Stella is the last, but she really brings it yeah. home. Oh, boy, does she. Yeah. <laughs> she has a plan. Hell yeah, she does. Gotta love it. I told Bridget this, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know if this is common knowledge. I feel like this is true. I hope I'm not making this up. But Stella, the shot in the movie with the lemonade spraying at Ray is not actually Haley Kyoko spitting. I have to look this up later. I have to. Yeah. Because I swear I saw like a, a behind the scenes or something where it was like shot out of some sort of cannon or mm-hmm. like something. So it looked. But also it is yellow. Oh, yeah. Because when it's on his shirt, it's like neon yellow. Yeah. Yeah. So they really sold home the lemonade thing. Oh, yeah. For sure. Maybe that's why they didn't want to, like, turn her mouth yellow or something. Oh, maybe. I don't know. But I also feel like this is a very important scene because it's like, and that's how we got our band name. Yeah. Like, they wanted to sort of send it home. Yeah. Um, I have something about Halloween. I liked the Halloween outfits. They were kind of, like, especially, like, Charlie's jacket. It's type of thing is, like, kind of Halloween-y, but it wasn't a costume. I, but it was kind of, I don't know. I liked it. I liked, um... I actually liked Ray's like yes they were wearing wing. yeah they were cool the shirts with like the the black and then I don't like, know if I would call red. Scott's cool they were like the same shirt no they weren't Scott's they were similar Scott's had like um ruffles on it like red oh ruffles. I thought they were the same no they weren't I thought they were matching for some reason they were kind of matching they were both black and had like colorful detail but Ray's was actually cool I was kind of bummed out they weren't all in costume but I do understand like they were performing so what do you want them to be you want Charlie to be like a duck or something (laughs) (laughs) I want someone up there in a white ghost sheet costume like just that has to happen I just thought that the performances like were really well thought out in terms of like this the sound fit the Halloween but not to be not in the cheesy sense just like it's kind of like edgy kind of like yeah. almost like a spooky sound the dancing was kind of like that too and the people in the audience don't know the song yet but the dance is so easy that they can pick it up so quick and they can be involved yeah which was so cool and yeah. then when they hand the lemonade out i mean i doubt everyone gets a lemonade but that's another like audience involvement like getting them in on your message mm-hmm. sort of thing i feel like they really connect very early on mm-hmm. it's very cool yeah and I also, this is just something I always notice, but when the lights go out and that moon is still glowing in the background, it looks so cool. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I was going to say is that, like, Char- you know, Charlie's playing the drums for the first time in front of people, <laughs> and the girls are like, OMG! And it's so funny, because, like, like, flipping his hair. <laughs> like, it's so true that, like, music makes, I don't know if this is true yes. as much for women, but, like, especially oh. men way more attractive like there's a whole there's a whole episode of um the show never have i ever and um they're having this like cabaret and this guy is like singing and he's playing guitar and the main character is like oh like i he's like really attractive right now and she like goes and like goes off with him and then like the lights in the school come back on and she's like but like it's so funny because like in the it's because it's like so true like in the moment when like men are like singing or like performing there's like something that is so i don't know it just like really draws people in so that i just think that's like yeah you're right about that like yeah i don't know why that made me think of the episode of iCarly with austin butler because it's like a reverse that because he can't sing Mm. do you remember that and no. Freddie has to, like, oh, auto-tune yeah, yeah, yeah. him live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So funny. Yeah. No, it, I mean, I and and you know what? Like, this goes, I mean, you read Mansfield Park, like, even with the yes. acting thing. Yes. Remember he's reading yes. Hamlet? And she's just like, 
oh my gosh. And this is like a guy that she's never even thought that way about. And that's my favorite scene in that whole book. But I was just like, she's mad at me for even bringing up Mansfield Park right now. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just thinking, uh, yep, uh, showmance, that can be a thing. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah totally. There's, totally. Something, there's something about the stage that just yeah. changes it. Oh, I yeah. don't know. For sure. So I just thought that was... It's really very cute, though. Accurate. And I think like, it gives him a little boost of confidence, too, which I love. Yeah, and I love that. Oh, what is her name? The freshman girl? Oh, shoot. They said it at the end they of They did say it. Down. Is it Allie? I don't think so. It's something with an A. I feel yeah. like it is. Maybe. But I loved that. And something else that I loved about her is when Mo performs she's so gone she is like the first one to applaud and stand up and clap and i'm just like yeah girl power like i love like she's not she yeah of course she thinks charlie's like really cute but she's not there for him and i I like i like that about it i think that's really cute it's really sweet so i liked that i feel like they did have a lot a few like very strong side characters that were just like very supportive of the band it was really cute yeah like people i mean it's cool to see People you go to school with do something that's, like, really exciting like that. And, yeah, and the fact that, like, they're living vicariously through them, like... Yeah. It's kind of, you know, they're just in it together. It's cool. Because they all have a similar goal, which is, like, to get out of the basement and, like, be heard and feel like they're important. There's a reason those CDs sold for $10 a piece with two songs on them. $5 a song. Yeah. Better than iTunes rate. (laughs) I guess so. I wrote, Olivia's house is cute. Like, the shot of it from the outside. It's yeah. It's really sweet. Yeah, it is cute. Um, but then that also plays into the scene where Wen and Olivia are in her backyard, and they're working on Determinate, and they, like, look at each other like they're going to kiss, and then he says, I like when you smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the words and his tone that make it so strange. Because like it's like, smile. it's, it's. Uh, something a comment that would be more fitting would just be like I like your smile. Yeah, but he's like I like when you smile. Which but is you just know a what? Weird thing to say after she's just cried. But you know what? But you know what? At the same, so the just cried. Well, it's it's weird that they almost kissed after she just cried. That's fair. But it moved very. Fast. I almost kind of think like yeah, real relationships are awkward. That yeah, line was awkward. Yeah. Like I'm kind of okay with it. I don't know. They're re- they are awkward together, and it's sweet. I love them so much. They are cute together. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Stella and Wen, just like a good duo. Like, yeah. I feel like they balance each other really well. Yeah. Um, I'm wondering why there is a talent contest with a record deal in the Midwest. <laughs> I was thinking about that, too. It's it's very Liv and Maddie. Yeah. Like, how did it get here? I don't know. I need some backstory for it. Like, somebody brought it there? Or what's, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, at least Liv went off to Hollywood. Maybe Mel is funding it. You think so? No. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a real big coincidence. Yeah. Um, I just have to go back to this for a second, but yeah. Mo singing She's So Gone and oh then seamlessly goodness. getting off the tables because as someone who tried to climb down very small steps one time when I was performing and almost <laughs> fell, getting off of a table is no easy feat. And yeah. Yes. So I just have to say that. My absolute favorite choreography goofy part of that like scene is when she's holding the napkin dispenser and she hands it off to that guy and then he spins her around really quick yeah whoa yeah whoa and then scott is like i'm all jealous so he walks out yeah wow it's really funny spectacular very good moment for her however 
I wish that I had more to go from before. What was she like before? I know. Who's so gone? I know. I don't know who she is. Yeah, I know. However, that song goes slaps. so hard. Slap, slap, slaps. Oh yep. my god, it's so good. Um, Another thing, like, we're not in any sort of timeline right now in terms of the order of going in chronological I'm order. I'm trying, but it's just it's not, not gonna possible. Happen, so I'm just giving movie. it up. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to say more than a band right before that song happens, you know, they're all trauma dumping and then basically, and then Olivia really trauma dumps. Yeah. And then she's just, she's crying and she's saying, you know, I'm so glad to have this, our friendship. Yeah. And the response from Mo was like, yeah, okay. And then they just started singing. It is very I don't awkward. know if you picked up on that. Yeah. But she, I, she's just like, yeah, okay. I like, think she, she, she wasn't she like, talks, yeah, me too. She says something to Stella, like, to start the song, but it's just very stilted. Like, I felt like they needed some padding in there before the song. Yeah. As far as dialogue goes. Yeah. Because I feel like what enabled Olivia to share that was that everyone else shared something first, and it made her feel more comfortable. Yeah. And, like... They did not respond well to that. I feel like they could have just cut the yeah, okay, and they could have just cut to a new scene of them playing it in the backyard, and that would have been fine. Do you I know thought, what I'm saying? I think, the, I think the line was up to, was like too Stella. Like, yeah, you can start the song. Like, start playing the guitar now. But I don't, why do I they need that? Like, Stella know. can't clue in for herself. I don't know. Yeah, it's a bit, yeah, that is a bit of a, a hole there. Mm-hmm. You did something. Mm-hmm. Someone ad lib. Come on. Mm-hmm. Pick it up. Mm-hmm. The fact that Stella made Mo get out of bed to protest a lemonade machine when Mo's fever was like 103 degrees. I don't know what she was trying to accomplish in that scene. I don't really know what she thought was going to happen. Because she's not protesting against the right people. Those were just two guys that were there to do their job. Yeah. They were told to take it away. And he even said, like, oh, we have three other stops to make. Yeah. Like, you know. I hate that scene so much. It's not, yeah. I know that it, we need to get there to get to the, like, holding cell. Yeah. They have to hit a low to then hit a high. Yeah. But as far as the family thing goes. But it, it's just, there's something awkward about it. I feel like the scene should have been Stella stealing the machine out of the school. Oh, that would have been funnier. And it's, like, li- or not funnier, literally but... have been a crime. Yeah. Instead of just, like, them all grabbing on to two delivery guys. They did, like, jump on their backs. It was, like, a literal misunderstanding. Oh, my God. Because these two guys are just trying to do their job. And they're like, let go of our friend! (laughs) Like, okay, we'll let her go. We just want her to walk away. I know. It's so... And they weren't mean about it at all. Like he literally was just like, okay, we got three more steps to make today. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, this is so random, but now I'm going back. The decorations for the Halloween thing were, like, kind of not unrealistic in a way why were they in the bathroom that was my one question yeah i don't know why they would have decorated the bathroom i would have seen like okay maybe they put posters on the stalls so people see them when they go into the bathroom but why do we need to have streamers yeah hanging down in the doorways for yeah. it to hit olivia in the face yeah because that just creates a very awkward little scene where she just like has to kind of shake it out after <laughs> she's just chugged a lemonade at a bathroom stall yeah what was the? i don't know but the actual decorations in the I always get so aggravated at school dance scenes in movies and TV shows when they have, like, professional decorations. Mm-hmm. I just think it's stupid. Yeah, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But they were, like, not bad. Like, it looked like they tried. It looked like students It looked like, perfect. like, it looked yeah. like construction paper to me. Yeah. 
and streamers. Yeah. No, I agree. I don't know. Sure. Why is the weight room connected to the cafeteria? I didn't notice. They walk. You know how there's, like, the machine where Olivia gets the turbo blast before mm-hmm. the confrontation? Mm-hmm. It's, like, right next to that. Hmm. They walk up into the weight room. Ray leads her up, and then there's, like, yeah. Jules caressing Scott's, like, arm. Yeah. What is going on there? I don't know. It is just so strange. She, I mean, she she doesn't even look like she did anything wrong. Because she really didn't. Like, I mean, she was kind of, like, touching him. That was a bit awkward, but... yeah. I don't really think well, that there was anything nefarious going on there. Well, just that she was wearing his jacket. Oh. It's not her doing oh. anything wrong. Yeah. And okay. they were, like, flirting. Yeah. Mm. No, that's all. Questionable. Yeah. Um, yeah, I loved all the scenes with the kids when they get out of jail. And their families. Yes. Um, Especially when in Sydney. For me. I was going to say, especially Stella and her mom. I oh, thought that was that a really is very sweet, sweet scene. Yeah. That made me tear up. It was sweet. It was really good. Was when, sweet. when hugs Sydney, I, yeah, I get a little choked up. It's very, yeah. I don't know. I also just have to say, I really relate to Olivia's constant crying. And I think yeah. some people might think it's overkill and I would disagree. I think it's, there are people that cry that often and I know because I'm one of them. So we talked about, um, during the uh rising star competition when she can't like she literally can't sing she's lost her voice yeah she just stops and she puts her hand her head and her hands down on the microphone and like just starts looking down and i feel like yeah this was so like it was so hard for her to get out on stage and then that's so embarrassing in front of so many people mm-hmm. i, I would have i mean she just wanted to hide mm-hmm. i felt that mm-hmm. um yeah um, the billboards post the billboard slash poster of them outside the pizzeria. Yeah, Ooh, that's super put that accurate. up. Who paid for that? Not particularly accurate. Oh, we're British now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, what else do we got here? That's all I have actually. Really? Do you have anything else? The Wen and Olivia scene, Bridget. I don't have anything to say about that. You love a good like breakup like I do argument it was, scene it was good it, it fed my I love a good breakup argument scene I did it for you you jerk I just love their relationship that's all yeah. I I yeah I feel like they both just like each other I just too much I just identify with Olivia a little bit too much and I think that's I like her why I like this movie I love Bridget Mendler in this movie she's yeah. so good I think that they did like, yes, some of it was cheesy, but yeah. I think they did a good job of, I'm really awkward, uh, like, truly an awkward girl yeah. who is now doing this cool thing. Yes. As opposed to, like, th- a lot of movies where it's, like, here's this girl that is supposed to be awkward, but there's not, like, a given reason. Like, nothing about a lot of those characters it's, like, it's kind of, like, the I'm not, like, other girls because, like, I'm nerdy. Oh. But whereas, like, she's actually, like, just awkward. Like, she's just an awkward person. And yeah. Bridget Mendler did a really good job playing that. Her mannerisms and, like, body language were, like, very well done, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, yes. Obviously, it's, like, cheesy yeah. when she's, like, getting off her bike and or, like, when she trips over nothing. But, like, <laughs> that happens sometimes to people. It happens to True. my eight-year-old students all the time. So, you know? You never know. Yeah. When when Wen brings her the kitten. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. So sweet. So sweet. Yeah. 
I just like the little hug, too. I don't remember. They just hug. Yeah. It's nice. sweet with yeah. the kitten. Mel. <laughs> that, so, the <laughs> fact that he looked at this, like, 16-year-old girl and was like, I can tell we're going to be friends already. It's a little weird. A little bit. Yeah. He's a bit of a character. Yeah. But, but I kind of love it. I like, I, I have nothing against him particularly. I mean, <laughs> he's, he's in it for like, like 30, 30 seconds, seconds literally. <laughs> yeah. Um, love, I just love that Olivia's narration is a letter to her dad. Yeah. I just like, really liked that. Yeah. Very sweet. However, the one thing that, the one qualm I have with that is that she's like, and you'll never guess where we're playing tonight. I hope our new guitar player can keep up. But like, how, what's the time jump there? Because that has to be so far in the future. Yeah. I wish they just hadn't included that line. I just think it's really goofy. Because it doesn't fit. Like, if she just finished the letter, they couldn't automatically, like, just be playing Madison Square Garden. Or, like, the fact that he's still a new guitar player. So, like, what's this, a couple weeks after the competition? Like, I don't just don't know why they wrote it like that. I don't know. They couldn't have inserted a line about how, like, Scott changed his tune or something. Like... Yeah. No. Just didn't like that. Um, High School Musical went on a tour without mm-hmm. Zac Efron. Am I right about that? Mm-hmm. Where was our Lemonade Mouth tour? We were robbed. We were robbed. You're right. We I would have robbed. gone absolutely... Oh, and Camp Rock toured. I would have gone yeah. absolutely feral for a Lemonade Mouth tour. <laughs> picturing you going feral. That is a term that I stole from Vicky. Okay. She said that once and I thought it was so funny. That is funny. I like it. I'm going to start using it. <laughs> Very good. I'm also but I would have loved that. Yeah. So much. It would have been so fun. Yeah. Oh my God. Those songs, I think that's the adrenaline. Like they just get you amped. Like Determinate. Oh yeah. Legit gets me amped. It's a good song. I mean, not that the two mudslide crush songs are good but i like both of them yeah yeah i've been listening yeah. to them the last couple weeks like i just don't know why okay favorite lemonade mouth song go uh more than a band that's my favorite my favorite is living on a high wire which i'm like i don't know why they didn't include that in the movie i feel like it would have been a cool like after credits song because they recorded yeah. a music video i think for it and they would play it on disney channel I otherwise don't i don't it. know how i would know it i don't know I don't know. Did you ever like YouTube songs? Oh yeah, all the time. Maybe that was... But if I didn't know it already, I'm not the type of person, like I wasn't the type of person to listen to something new like that. Yeah. So I must have heard it somewhere. Because that, I mean, I don't know all the lyrics, but that is objectively my favorite. Mm-hmm. From the movie. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't honestly don't really know that song and I did on the album, so there you go. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that's everything I have. Just, just overall... It was good the second time, but you said that you had It's some... just cheap. It's just a little more cheesy than I remember, but... Yeah, sure. That also, like, I'm okay with it. I'm not mad at it. No. It's just cheesy in a good way. It's for kids. Like, I feel like the messages should be digestible, and they are. Yes. When we get all, like, the family is important, friendship is important, it's all at once. In that, like, holding cell, released out of jail scene. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's very clear what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know? And then, like, the Mel thing is a big coincidence. Like, that's a very iconic bit of the movie when mm-hmm. Stella and Mel meet, and then they get the funding for this huge auditorium. Like, it's mm-hmm. like the power of music, the power of lemonade mm-hmm. to bring people together. Mm-hmm. It's 
really charming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I had to say about this movie. I like it a lot. It's one of my favorites. All I have to say is I want more Mo backstory and I want it now. So maybe I should just read the book for that backstory because I'm I not going to get it from Disney Channel. The book, I think, came out in 2007. So I wonder what it's like. I, I think, I don't know if this is um, accurate for this one, but I know that some of the books that these Disney Channel movies are based on are a little bit more, I don't want to say raunchy, but just like more mature. I think it's a kid's book. I could be wrong about that. Mm, I know at least for Geek Charming, like... There's a book for that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't and even know that. Oh my god, we should I, do I an only episode know because of that Kate Loves Disney. Oh. Yeah, we should do an episode on that movie. But it's um, a lot more... It's it's more for mature audiences. Like, not like crazy more, but like a couple years older than the audience for this movie would be. So like, you're thinking like the age range that reads like those novels, like The Click and like Pretty Little Liars, like that kind of thing that age I don't age? know like young adult but like young adult this yeah. is more like you could watch this as any age true I'm talking like high school yeah or, or like yeah. maybe late middle school I don't that's the uh that's what I get from it but I don't I haven't read it so I don't know that's just what I've heard huh yeah. I didn't know that was a book yep that's interesting mm-hmm. okay so maybe we'll do an episode on Geek Charming yeah I haven't seen that in a while mm-hmm. all right cool cool well, thank you for listening, especially if you're coming back from after two years. I know you. it's been long awaited. Um, <laughs> no one's been waiting for no, it. I don't think anyone's been waiting for it. But it's long awaited. But here it is for all of you to enjoy and listen to at your leisure. We hope this inspired you to listen to And the Crowd Goes mm-hmm. and watch Lemonade Mouth. Before Halloween. Before Halloween? Yeah. Because Why? It, because of the Halloween bash? Yeah. It fits. It's it's good Halloween vibes. I enjoyed it. Especially if you only want a small dose. True. It's not like a girl versus monster, my babysitter's a vampire vibe. Twitches. But... Oh, That's twitches. My oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. True. All right. That is it from us. Thank you so much for listening to this. I think this is our longest episode. I'm not Probably. sure about that. It's, it's up there for sure. It's definitely up there. I don't know what our longest one would be, but I think this... Most of them are about 40 it. and we're hitting... This is an hour. An hour. I think there might have been one that hit an hour. I don't know. I guess we're going to have to find out. All right. All well, right. Thank you, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>